Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me bang you, I do let you bang. Let me bang you, Let me bang you, Let me bang you, Greetings, marriage and virgins. Go for Jesus! No for Jesus, people! And I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the Ween Dog. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? Uh, we've got a good week of fighting coming up. We have yeah. Jason Nam coming on the podcast. We're waiting for Vince Michelle to get out of bed. Uh, obviously, he's, 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 I don't know what he's doing. Wasting, we're waiting for Shang. Uh, I don't know what he's – I guess he's at like a rally or something. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good podcast, though. we got Tyson Nam coming on the show, too. So uh, what, what can we talk about, man? It's so funny because every time I do this podcast, everybody else is late for every single episode. I'm always here like at 12 or uh, 11.55 every single time. Everybody else is like 10, 15 minutes late. I'm the only professional here, you and me, dude. How are you late for – people are late for Zoom calls. I know. I and mean, it's not even like you have to say, oh, traffic was a bitch. Like it's Zoom. It's your phone or your computer. Yeah. You can do it in bed. We don't care. This is MMA roasted. Do, do it in bed. Do it on the toilet. Who cares, dude? So much of life, people, if you're listening, is just showing up and being reliable. There are a lot of people that I want to book for things, like not for the podcast, for like comedy shows that I know they're going to be a pain in the ass. They're going to be like, oh, when am I up? Three, you know, they're going to ask me 7,000 times, all this other stuff, and which I'm going to tell them when they're up. But they're just going to annoy me. And they're going to come late. I want to leave early. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Although having a kid, though, does help me get out of things that I want to do. I got to say. Like, really? Having, like what? Like, I just, I'm, well, first of all, people ask me to do, like, do stuff with that. And it's just hard because I'm like, I have to watch my kid. And if something doesn't pay, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. But there's going to be a child in the background running around like, yeah. a, like a maniac. Um, I, was at, I took my kid to the park the other day. So we go, we go to the park. And there's a little, like a five-year-old, like, my kid can now go up to the stairs and go down the slide and up the, you know, she loves it. She wants it over and over and over again. And I love seeing her happy. But this one kid was like guarding it. Like you can't come in to a two year old. And I felt like saying, buddy, you know, we all have to share blah, blah, blah. But she came in anyway. Then the kid's brother was being a pain in the butt. The kid starts spitting on the slide during Aww. the pandemic. So I tell him, I go, Hey man, don't spit on the slide. He does it again. Now, I can't, like, beat up a five-year-old as much as I but want. But you want to. Deep down, you want to whoop his ass. I, I mean, so I go, I go, so I look at the mom who's not paying attention, having a conversation, and I said, is this your kid? She says, what did he do? Like, she already knew he did something. I mean, he keeps right. spitting on the slide. Now I'm, like, the Karen of the playground. But at the yeah. same time, I, I would say Karens are, like, 
people that tell on people who should like for having fun. This kid was literally spitting during a pandemic on a slide. So then the mom comes over. The kid runs away from the mom. Like the kid has no respect for the mom. He's the mom's out chasing the kid throughout the, the playground. I don't know, man. These kids are just—it's just different, you know. Look, I would never hit my daughter. I don't believe in spanking. I don't think that violence uh, begets less violence. You know, I don't think that if she does something that I'm going to threaten her. You know, my wife will like grab the her wrist and slap her on the wrist. I don't even do that. I'm not doing that. Did you get beat when you were a child? I got spanked. I, I didn't get beat. I got spanked one time. My dad just fucking smacked me, and then. Uh, hit me like left like a five finger on my chest like you could just see he like smacked you on the chest yeah yeah like on the <laughs> belly it left like a, a legit five finger and then i've had when i got sent to boarding school uh for troubled kids they didn't necessarily beat us but like my teacher one time because i had like to do dish crew i had to do the dishes in the morning that was my job nice. wake up at five o'clock in the morning walk a mile do dishes for the whole school and then um, I was late, and he took his fingers and poked me in the chest over like a half an hour. And I was 94 pounds. And he was just like, pow, pow, you don't, you know. But they beat the shit out of us, like mentally, physically. I mean, I remember that we had to, uh, there was like, you like couldn't curse, right? There was like, you couldn't curse in the dorm room. So we had a curse jar. Every time you curse, someone had to put money into the jar. Well, within five minutes, someone stole all the money, right? Oh, my so we God. Were, so then we were up at three in the morning, the whole dorm, doing, cow, doing a workout for hours on end until somebody admitted they took the money. People were just admitting it so we'd stop it working out. Then we knew that person was lying and they didn't actually do it. It was like that kind of a school. Like, I used to have to go on attitude trips in the woods where it was like Sunday was our day off and there'd be a, a list saying these people – are going out in the woods for like two weeks, three weeks. And I'm like, and I'd be on the list and you'd go out there and you have to move rocks back and forth all day and sleep in tents and talk about our feelings and hike up a mountain holding a, a rope. Um, and just, it was sometimes it was freezing at night and it was no school. It was literally, you know, shoveling snow, raking leaves, moving rocks until our attitudes got better. And then you have to get voted back into the school. Do you think that like harsh punishment like that is good for kids? At, it's like to some extent. I mean, cause I, I'm on TikTok nowadays and just seeing kids and the current trends, it just makes me lose faith for our future, dude. It's, just, it's shocking, horrifying, pathetic stuff you see out there. Well, you know what, you know? though? Sometimes when you burn them with like, you know, like burn them with cigarettes on their hands, they yeah. learn. They learn. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they changed the rules to my school because some kids sued for like, uh, they like sued the school for all kinds of like like beating them and like doing all kinds of horrible things to them and like and there's like a whole list of like there's like a, a group a Facebook group called like my hide memories of people that were like <laughs> literally talk about how much trauma they have from that school and I was there five years I, my 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 first day of school like my first day I was 13 years old and these kids jerked off in the dorm they had like a, a beating meeting they called it right and they had a race five kids who could jerk off the fastest well then they had to go into the had a, yeah they had a school meeting right where they had to stand up and talk about what they did so these kids i'm 13 these kids are standing up and they're crying some of them going i'm bisexual and i should and, and i did this and, I, and another kid's like i'm gay and like talking about how and i'm like where the fuck did my family send me like, like what kind of what kind of school is this but Look, I'm happy I went there because uh, it 
I was on a, I was on the wrong track. It and what? It, and it, it like taught me character and how to be honest and how to you know go for your best. As far as the school, like things I learned, like like calculus and geometry. I remember like our teachers. One of my teachers was like giving tours to the school. My calculus teacher, and he was never he showed up. So he goes write a paper on anything, and then he came back two months later, and then like I wrote a paper on the Ebola virus. It had nothing to do with calculus. Came back, he didn't even grade it. But like then I went to college and I knew nothing. Like I knew nothing. I had a four zero in high school, and I was not prepared because I didn't know any basic requirements there was no regents test you didn't have to actually pass anything but i did learn how to be a good person and how to keep your well and well that that's still out uh, yeah, the, yeah the i good mean person thing i learned how to try right. your, how to try my hardest mm, we don't know about I that to, i mean to try your hardest but the good person part i think you're pushing it a little bit i learned how to be like an honest person you know like and how to have uh, how to have integrity. see so, uh, wayne doesn't know about the dead hookers he so doesn't now, know about so, so I know about my dead hookers, but not oh, yeah. dead I mean, but, yes, he would choke <laughs> them out and think, oh, well, I didn't want to pay, so he choked them. Look, I mean, I think that there has to be a happy medium. They changed the curriculum now, but, like, they really should teach character in schools. Like, and actually, like, life skills. And how to do your taxes. I think the problem with high school and even college is that people leave and they know all this, like, how to cheat and how to memorize facts, but they don't know actually how to like not cheat on their, I mean, cheat on tests, how, how to not, how, how to be faithful, how to raise kids, how to be a good parent, how to be a good significant other, like life skills aren't taught. And I, and I think that that also is a huge problem. Like how not to give a fuck about social media and use that as the basis of your self-worth. You know, I think that they should teach that, those kind of things. I think, I think that's oh, really, I think they should, I mean, look at the world. The world is basically how to cheat, how to get by, how to not, have any material and yet get a hundred million followers and then you headline the fucking clubs without even being able to do 10 minutes so maybe that's what they're teaching and those kids are learning that because right now at least in our field there's a lot of people that are blow up off of something off of youtube or you know instagram or whatever and then they're automatically a headliner yeah but it's catching up to them also i mean you look at like uh, yeah yeah for the short term yes but if you looked at like i don't know how to, I mean, it seems like a lot of comics in this very, you know, are, are, are they're, they're getting better at comedy, but they're not getting better at life. And eventually, especially during this pandemic, life is catching up to them. So they're kind of done with comedy for a while, you know? Um, I think that's also, I think that's an issue. I think, I think, I think being, look, I'm not saying I'm the perfect person or whatever, obviously, but I, I, I will say that I do keep my word and I am honest. And, and you know, I think that's, uh, that's really important. You know, that's what they taught. They taught you that you don't want to have all this shit on your mind, right? Because you don't want to be on the foul line and the game's tied and there's no time left or you're down by one and you're going to make two fucking free throws to, to win the game. In the back of your head, you're going, do I really deserve this? Am I really a good person? Am I an asshole? Did I really work hard enough? Did it blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you miss both of them. And I think that that's what the sort of in a small. Well, I mean, obviously Trump didn't go to your school. <laughs> no. I had to throw the jab in there. Sorry, Wayne. It's just, come on, man. Yeah, I'm a bit of a Hey, I'm COVID free. And the other people are like, I'm on a fucking ventilator. And you're up there dancing around. Yeah, you but gotta- imagine how much better Trump would do if he actually did the things he did that people are happy about him, but didn't have all that other bullshit. 
Exactly. I, I mean, but admit I would like people just to admit the other bullshit. I'm not saying, hey, big him up when he does great, but admit it. Just say, yeah, that was kind of fucked up. If you can't even do that, then I go. Ugh. I'm saying like, okay, he took out the number two guy in Al Qaeda or in like ISIS, right? That's that's awesome, right? So imagine he had that, but didn't have the, you know, I paid off $125,000 in hush money to a hooker three days after. There you go. Three days but, after my wife. You just first. said it. You just said it. I had somebody online. I said, just admit he paid off hookers. No, nah, man, he would never do that, man. He's he's a child of God. I went, okay, you obviously got kicked in the head by a donkey or something. All right, let's get into MMA. We got we got Vince here. No, I'm not gonna say there. You know, I go straight. Guys. I go back. Vince is in like Vince a shell. Like oh yeah, he, he got he got he got the cool fucking he got the the, the fry beard. I call it the fry the the fry mustache. How I'm too lazy to shave. Yeah, where where, where are you right now, Vince? Uh, I'm in my house. I'm doing my laundry. Nice. Do you live in a, a shed? No, nah, I live in a. I have like a little uh, one bedroom house here. Look right. at you! You got a house, man. That's what I'm talking about. You need a roommate, dude. It's a mini house. <laughs> Whatever, man. Look, dude. I mean, from a guy that got arrested 21 times before the age of 19 to a guy who's now ha- living in a house with uh, three three kids now. Um, that's <laughs> awesome. Good for you, brother. Good exactly. for you. Yeah. Now, 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 Vince, uh, how close are we to fighting again? Um, I'm fairly close. Uh, I'm just having little nagging things that are irritating me right now, like... <sighs> Like, well, my, my ankle was kind of fucked up after the fight with Miller from a kick I threw. <clears throat> and then, like, that's feeling better. It still bothers me a little bit, but it's not bad. And then now, like, I fucking jammed my wrist the other day, so now my wrist is bothering me. Now, I what? Chiropractor today and have him fucking tweak it for me a little bit. What kick did you throw? I threw, like, an inside calf kick. And when I kicked him, I kicked him with, like, a really low part of my shin, almost like uh, in between my, my, uh, my shin and my foot, like right. that little spot in your ankle. I kicked him like right there and I had like a really gnarly bone bruise. Uh, did you notice it during the fight or no? Yeah, actually when I, when I kicked him, I kicked him and I felt it like kind of like almost like instantly swell up when I kicked him and I was like, oh shit, that might hurt. And then I started stepping on it and I was like, okay, it's fine. But then afterwards, I hurt like a bitch. Like I was limping for a couple of days, like it hurt. But you could still stand on it. I throw sand on it. Actually, you know what too? I got one of these uh, really dope... Uh, Got one of these really dope ice machines uh, that I've been using from uh, Game Ready. I don't know if you guys have seen these things. Oh, wait, 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 you got an ice machine from a video game? No, no, it's uh, no. I, I got an ice machine from uh, from the doctor. Like I went to the doctor and then uh, talked to someone, ended up getting me one of these Game Ready ice machines. It's uh, have you seen these? One of these things? No, that looks pretty dope though. I had another ice machine before, but this one's like a little more portable, but. It's one of the. You haven't seen these? These uh, these GR pros, these game ready pros. Uh, well, since none of us actually fight except for you, uh, <laughs> I figured you would have seen them. Uh, I figured you would have at least like seen it or something. Like a lot of fighters are using them. So, but we're here with uh, on we got we, on the bandwagons. So we got Vince Michelle. We got Tyson Nam as well. Oh, nice. Vince, have you have you met Tyson Nam before? What's um, up, guys? I, I think I've ran into him, but I haven't like personally like met him. Like we haven't like hung out or nothing. Tyson yeah, Nam, not personally. He's on a two-fight winning streak. He knocked out two guys in 30 seconds. Uh, just, yeah, it was a good fucking fight. Oh, was he in here already? I can't see him. Yeah, just blasting people, man. Now, ha- does power come at 43? Can you guys see me now? Yeah, yeah, I can see you. Yeah. 
Now, how do you get power right. at 43 years old? Like, like, how does that happen? Uh, you gotta eat lots of McDonald's. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the secret sauce. I didn't know that. that now that I know that, I, I, must, I must hit like a horse then. Dude, <laughs> Roy Nelson spilled that out years ago. Now, I mean, do you think, uh, Tyson, Ty, you think guys are underrating your power? They're not, they're not taking you, because it's like first punch in, you're knocking them down. Um, they're probably just not expecting, I'm thinking more so. I mean, who, who at Flywood is putting guys to sleep on a, you know, on a back-to-back basis? Uh, not, not really, you know, people are like fast or real technical, but I mean, they're not bringing like a whole lot of like one punch uh, or one strike knockout power. Dude, it's it's been it's been awesome, and I'm you know listen, I've been a fan of yours for a while. You were in King of the Cage, Elite XC, Bellator, World Series of Fighting. You were on the undercard of Mayhem versus Trig. I mean, that's how fucking far you go <laughs> back. Been for a while. Uh, what was and, that like? Man, back in those days, it wasn't even cool to fight. It was kind of like something you just did on the weekend out here in Hawaii at the at the Blaisdell Arena up over here. So, yeah, I think, I think actually when, when, when someone asked me to fight, I was like, yeah, I guess so. I'm not doing anything that weekend, so I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty badass. Well, but you also, said, you also said the reason that you've been knocking everyone out is that you actually stopped working your other job. What's your other job? Uh, working at the UFC gym out here in Hawaii. <laughs> so I was, uh, you know – yeah, yeah, just one-on-one coach, and um, gym is life, so, I mean, if I ain't training, I'm training other people. Okay, so, yeah, so now stop doing that. You've been able to focus by, like, not training other people? Yeah, man, they just, um, you know, it's uh, it's not a hard job, you know, like, you know, you got a construction job, you got laborist job, but it's just more mentally draining, I, I think, just uh, being able to be uh, entertaining um, your clients, uh on a minute, uh, every, every single minute uh, while you're in their session. So I think it was just that, that mental drain that really led me to practice um, unmotivated or, you know, just not as much energy, not as much output at a, as I would uh, have liked. Were you banging? But, I mean, it's been working good. Were you banging your clients? Because I heard that's a thing now. No, no, that's <laughs> not my well, thing. It's not his thing. I, 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 feel like, I feel like you lose clientele when you do that. <laughs> Yeah. Or or get some more, depending on uh, if the word gets but out. Do you, do you think that like now that you it made you more laser focused, and that's why you you spend sleeping people because you didn't have to think about oh I have to worry about this client. All you had to worry about is okay the guy in front of me go to sleep. <laughs> I, I I think so. You know I I wake up and you know I'm able to work out and then not go to my job. I get to rest and I get to you know re uh unwind and then focus back up again when we got like our evening practices so it's it's a lot more focus it's uh it's a lot more energy output from me and yeah everything just been falling into place in this ripe old age now now you've never attempted a takedown in the ufc do you know that you could wrestle or or or, or is that like a thing that you're against dang i i thought i did i guess it didn't look like it but (laughs) (laughs) according to you yeah, you know, um, shoot, uh, I didn't grow up wrestling. That was during a uh, basketball season, and that was always the first, uh, first love of my life was uh, basketball. So, you know, I, it, it was more like me uh, learning on the job how to defend 
takedowns more than anything just because I started off in the uh, striking arts of boxing and kickboxing. So, you know, don't, 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 um, don't think that you'll see it anytime soon, even though, you know, Ricky Simone is one of my main training partners. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, the fans want to see me uh, just knock people out. Now, you're a funny guy because you keep saying, when are you going to roast me? When are you going to roast me? And you're a hard guy to roast because, like, <laughs> this is like a, you're a nice guy, a good-looking guy. You seem very well-adjusted. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to find something. Uh, I think trying to roast you right now, bro. It, it's hard. It's hard to roast this guy. <laughs> um, now, um, now, but your, your career has been crazy because you went to Brazil and you knocked out Eduardo Dantas in Brazil. Uh, mm -hmm. Afterwards, did they like you, the Brazilians, or do they all want to kill you? No, they hate me everywhere that I go to, uh, you know, like a different country and I knock out their, their hometown hero. I mean, I'm just a, a wanted man. So we're always just, we got eyes on our backs. Uh, we stay in the hotel. We order room service. We ain't, we ain't going to go out there to no local <laughs> restaurant to where they're probably going to spit in my food or yeah, yeah. call somebody to come in and rough me up. <laughs> yeah, Brazil, Brazil is notorious for that. Brazil is like, if you win, they go, they go okay, wait till you outside <laughs> you yeah, know knocked out ali bagatinov in russia oh i mean i mean how were you worried about getting home after that you know at at that point i at that point in my career i i felt just uh so upset that i wasn't in the the uf i haven't had a fight in the ufc even with all these big knockouts that i i really did not care like it, it was it was hilarious so i knock out ali bagatinov no and, um, you know, everybody's just going crazy. Everybody's screaming in Russian. And, I, I mean, everybody's screaming in Russian. We don't understand, but I'm pretty sure it's kind of like, you know, fuck you, I'll kill you or something like that. <laughs> and, like, my corner, my corner guys, they're, they're like, holy shit, what's about to happen? And, and they turn around and they look at me. I'm standing in the middle of the cage just flicking everybody off. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then my corners, they're like, Tyson, what the hell are you doing? He's like, guys, if I would run out over there right now, they think I'm crazy. I bet you that it would just scatter. But I think it was just all that pent up, just, just me not being where I wanted to be at that point, even with these big wins that I just didn't even care anymore. Well, you finally, I mean, now you went 0-2 in the UFC in the beginning. Were you worried about getting cut? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, two, two, uh, two losses right off of the bat does not look good. So when I got the call for a third fight, I was kind of like, wow, that's a blessing in disguise. I think I should do something awesome right now. <laughs> well, you did. I mean, you, you're now, now you're 2-0. and oh, You got two first-round knockouts. I mean, 31 seconds and 32 seconds. Yeah. Now, who, who 32 seconds at a second round of the second oh, round. Second, now, whatever. Yeah. Uh, now, now, who do you want to fight next? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I would like to fight Joe B, but, you know, I don't think they'll probably give me that fight, him coming off of two KO losses. Uh, you know, I'm number 15. I think he must be, like, either number one, two, or three. I don't know if that's too big of a jump, but that's who I wanted to fight. But whoever they give me, I hope it's just a, a ranked opponent now just because I, I have been the welcoming committee and I've, I've proved myself that I'm a little bit better than – just fighting uh, the the debuters. So, well, what if you say like, okay, why don't you fight me? Winner gets your woman or something. Like, like, why don't you like you gotta up the you gotta up the stakes. I think right? so. I think I think I think we're gonna have to do that real soon. Yeah, I'm I getting bet. any younger. Hold on, the winner gets your woman. What is this, Conan? <laughs> <laughs> Conan. 
I shall have your woman. You don't, think, I, you don't think that would be like, he'd have to fight you then, right? I mean, he has to defend his woman's honor. No. Well, yeah, yeah but you don't get the woman like she's in servitude now. What if you're like, what if you feel like I'll treat her nicer than you will or something? Or like, I bet I could compliment her more. Or something where like, I'm a real feminist. Like you you just kind of confuse them. Joe B's a nice guy. I couldn't do anything that, I would only attack him personally. All right, Vince, what should he do to get a higher ranked opponent next? I don't know, honestly, because it seems like all the high-ranked guys are, like, afraid to fight people because they, like, aren't really confident in their skills. So, who knows, honestly. I've been trying to fight some higher-ranked guys, too, and I haven't really got anyone to bite. <clears throat> I was kind of lucky I got that Jim Miller fight. I was yeah, trying to get that for a while. There. But, shit, who knows? Man? Like, a lot of those top guys don't want to fight anyone. Shane, like, you're, you're, you're a creative guy. He's a Hawaiian guy. He's 37. He's on a two-fight winning streak, knocking everybody out. What should he do to get a higher-ranked higher guy? Oh, damn, we're the same age, damn. When you turn 38. Man, I, I literally just turned 37, so <laughs> you're still older. You're still older. I'm older. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> what if you say, like, I have the biggest dick in the U in the flyweight division uh, or something? Like, what? Do, uh, something that, like, like I, like, you got to have a gimmick. I feel like you're too nice. Oh, like, see, no, you don't. No, you don't. You, you don't have to. I'm going to I'm gonna have to get up on top of Twitter and think of something, like, something I mean, special for these guys. The punch. What if, you, what if you're the Hawaiian punch? Like you have a brick wall and you just come out as the cool as the Kool-Aid guy. The Hawaiian punch is genius. genius. So bad. <laughs> no, you don't think that's a good idea? <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to have to talk to my manager on top of that one. Who's your manager? Good idea unless it doesn't work. We try oh, you know Jason House, that uh, guy. Oh, you have him too, right? Yeah, we have the same manager. That's awesome. Well, I mean, if you if, if if you get the fight that you want and you continue on this path, they're gonna have to. You don't need a, you don't need to be the Hawaiian punch when you're <laughs> when you could just go out and knock people unconscious. I think that a lot of the fans will be like, "Hey, I'll gravitate to him because of that." And also, you have been in the game for a long time, and so they know that you have what it takes. So I think that that's which way you All right, do it. fine. We, we know, what would you do if you were uh, Tyson Nam? You're just going to talk shit, dude. I mean, I know it's, it, it's got to be awkward to be, to be told to talk so much shit when you're not a shit talker. I understand. But, damn, it seems to really work if you're a UFC fighter, dude. It doesn't matter how yeah. bad you are at talking shit. If you talk the slightest amount of shit, you will have many, many eyes on you. All right, you. I'll write some stuff. First of all, you got to say, I love Trump, okay? He's oh, the best dude. president of all time, right? Well, <laughs> that showed that. That'll uh, piss everyone off. Then, yeah. then, then you say, all you woke motherfuckers, and then you go, and then go the other way, too. Then all of a sudden be like the big liberal guy. <laughs> And be like, oh, you MAGA fucking tards. You know, so this just piss off everybody. And, like, like that's Everybody's going to be confused at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah no. But, it, no, if you, look at, if you look at what Masvidal just did, which I was like, really, motherfucker? Um, <laughs> I was like, really, motherfucker, really? You, I mean, I'm still a fan because of your fighting. Because I can separate it, but I wouldn't fucking hang out with you now. Um, yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. Really? No, I wouldn't. All right, yeah, I would. Fuck it. But I said, don't bring that shit up, man. Let's let's just eat some sushi and shut your mouth. I wouldn't tell him shut his mouth because I'm too old because I get my the brakes beat up. Uh, uh, Tyson, are are you uh, married or no? No, no, I'm uh just, just dating, just dating. I'm uh, still I, I still feel like I'm I'm young in the game, so you know. <laughs> All right, good. And and then, are you living in Vegas? No, I'm living out here in Hawaii, man. Vegas would probably be too crazy for me to be out there in. 
you know, um, but I have lived, I have lived in Portland, Oregon. You know, wow. that was a little bit of a change. Wow. But, a little uh, bit, a little bit. A <laughs> little bit of a change. Man, yeah. but man, it, it rains 10 months out of the year and it's depressing over there. People, people are drinking alcohol on Sunday at 8 a.m. instead of going to church. Is that depressing? That's, that sounds, oh, like, yeah. that sounds like Wean Dog's house. Now, um, <laughs> now, as far as girlfriend, now, do, do you have any kids? No kids. Luckily. How are you Hawaiian with no kids? Uh, you must be the biggest you know, in the fucking island. I mean, I, when, when I was supposed to have gone to public high school, I, I, I got accepted into private school. So I, I think that helped out a lot because <laughs> I swear everybody that I was supposed to have gone to high school with, they, they were having kids either during high school or shortly right after. So. Yeah, dude. Hawaiian kids are like, oh. I, Hawaiian, I mean, the women get, they, they start families early. Like, like Kendall Grove has like 75 kids. Like he has a fucking <laughs> island out there. That's crazy. There's not, there's not much to do out here. I mean, you drink, you go to the beach and you have babies. Yeah, yeah, but Hawaiian women. So that's it, all there is. I, I'm retiring in Hawaii. I've always yeah. said that. I did some shows down there, and then I went. You know what? I'm I'm literally retiring. No yeah. bullshit. I'm not just yeah. saying that because you're on the show. And then people say, "Oh, nope. it's not a lot to do." It's like, yeah, but that's what I want to do when I'm older. Are you? Are you a spot to retire? Are you? Are you, are you getting laid in Hawaii at least or no? I mean, by my girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> late <laughs> night cardio. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never really thought of it as late night cardio. But I keep that, I keep that metabolism going at night. Yeah, because late night for you was like five o'clock, Shang. Um, well, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, Tyson, where can people follow you? Follow me up on uh, Instagram. I think it's Namono Eleven, and uh, Twitter. I think it's Plano Simple Tyson Nam. Easy, easy. Well, I'm, I'm gonna ask. You got to ask this question, though, because I've just gotten in four Twitter fights. I'm going to ask both of you guys. Don't, okay, I, no, I said Justin Gaethje. Who do you say between Gaethje and, uh, and Khabib? Oh, man, I would have to lean with Gaethje for some <laughs> odd reason. Some reason. He's a WSOF guy. I was a WSOF guy. I'm leaning with, with Gaethje. I feel like he's got all the tools to make something happen. Yeah. Yeah. I want Genshi to win too. I'm rooting for Genshi. Yeah. So that's three people. Um, Ween didn't want Gate. You said not. Did you say Genshi? You want I'm in Gage? a I'm in a conflict between what my heart wants and what my brain wants. My brain is picking Khabib, but my heart is for sure picking Genshi. You know what I'm saying? I'd love to see Genshi win, and you know, but I've also really love Khabib, and I want to see Khabib go on and fight GSP or whoever is the next biggest fight for him to end his yeah. career on. But I do think Genshi has a chance. But, you know, I just have to pick Khabib because he's fucking Khabib, motherfucking the yeah. eagle. You, you pick him because pick. he's Khabib, but, I mean, again, has he fought somebody that – I mean, well, his stand-up. I mean, he, he pretty much mauled Connor. I think he mauled Connor. Somebody said he didn't. I, I think he mauled Connor. I just okay. think that stand-up-wise, Gaethje got him. I think Gaethje's stand-up is better than Khabib's. Yeah, it's hard to stand up when you're on your back. I, I hear you, but <laughs> – that's true, but I don't think I don't think Khabib's gonna take him down like he and, and maul him like he does everyone else, honestly. I don't know. I think I think also the pandemic is a big where's Khabib training? Is he at AKA? I've I've heard nothing about his training. Is he still in Russia? I mean that's a that's a huge uh factor. Um whether or not yeah. he, you know, like like I heard the Korean zombie, uh they they, they they threw out uh Bobby Moffat and Johnny Case came out to train with him out in Korea, which is nice. But he's doing his wrestling via Zoom. 
Um, what? Yeah, like he's getting <laughs> he's getting instructions on Zoom. No, he's not. I don't know how much about that one is. I true. think that's bullshit. I call bullshit. Even Max said he was. Even Max said he was practicing over Zoom. He wasn't training over Zoom. I mean, so, come no on. I mean, no I mean, I mean, what if you have bad service? Do you like? Are you just keep doing the same shot over and over again? Do you, do you freeze? Like, I'm yeah, not, yeah, it's technique. Technique turned to shit. Like, what if you get, <laughs> what if you get Zoom bombed and a guy's cock just fucking flies out? I mean, just, right. there's all kinds of problems. <laughs> but double listen. leg, double leg, cock. What the fuck? <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly think that I, I know me and Adam Adam said it before too and Wayne is right part of your mind says well you know Khabib is such a fucking monster and he is you know he wrestles bears I mean right there you go this motherfucker's a bear wrestler so but I just think Gaethje's at least the last performance from Gaethje showed me that he t- can take his time pick yeah. his shots instead of just Putting his face forward. I never, I never win when I go my heart, though. I never win. I, I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, for a hundred, when I think who I want to win versus who I think's going to win. And, Are like, you I almost never win. I almost, I'm always like, and then I tell I'm good. people, I, 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 um, other than Cormier, because I thought Cormier was going to be able to mix up the wrestling, and you know, the first time he did put it on Stipe. I the only time I ever won was Tyson's last two fights because I'm like I can't believe I actually actually won those. I'm fucking with you. You're a badass. <laughs> Listen, Tyson, you're the best. Uh, when I get you back on the podcast, and I'm gonna have roast jokes for you. I promise. Perfect. Please roast me. I love it. I love a good joke. <laughs> Take care, brother. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace, dude. Right, Tyson Nam is fucking badass. Yeah, man. But you know what? You know what's cool that that he um. I think going through all the other different organizations kind of made him more diamond hard. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Dude, it's like fucking us with comedy, man. Like stand-up comedy is like basically my career is like a guy keeps punching me in the face and eventually he breaks his hand and I win the fight because I'm still there. Uh, But we've been lucky because we've gotten TV exposure that other people haven't gotten. Of course, but we also, how many times have, like, we've been promised this and promised that or this or that? Yeah. I mean, but I am, I do have a special, November 4th, coming out in Las Vegas. I'm shooting it. It's a, I can't wait for you guys to see it, and everyone will see it. Now, Vince, yeah. can't fucking wait for that. Uh, Vince, by the way, so Conor McGregor agreed to fight Poirier, but he said January 23rd in Cowboy Stadium. Does he know there's a pandemic? Is he trying to kill <laughs> off the fucking base? Like, how is the UFC going to agree to this? Does it have a fucking fight? That's just, stupid. That's just stupid. I don't know, honestly, but... <clears throat> I don't... You can ask me that because I don't feel like we're in a pandemic. I feel like we're in an overreaction. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, so, I, I, I get I that. See, right? I don't see a problem. I don't see a problem with their events and, and everything opening up right now. Like, I don't see a problem with it. I yeah, would open it. I would, I would have never closed anything. But they're not, of course, but that's not the issue. The issue is like, how is the UFC going to reserve Cowboy Stadium right now for a pandemic uh, based on Conor McGregor's uh, wish when they don't know? There's no way that that's going to happen. They can't agree to that. But why do but we, don't, we don't really know the future either. No, we don't. But, they're, but right now they're going to be like, okay, you can have the fight either in Fight Island or in the, or in the Vegas, you know? They're not going to be like, okay, you're right. We're going to have it. Come, come, they're not going to be able to do that. that is, there's no way. No. You know how much money they would lose reserving the stadium right now? 
Honestly, I don't feel like they're really losing a lot of money. They're just gaining money because they're the only sport, and they've been saving a lot of money having fights at the Apex. Yeah, but they can't sell tickets to that. What are they going to do, sell a third, sell 10% of the tickets? I mean I, – No, the pay-per-view and ratings and whatnot, you know what I mean? It's, it's not going to be a pay-per-view thing, is it? Of course it would be a pay-per-view thing. Uh, if, if I'm no. but I'm, yeah, but I'm saying if the pay-per-view thing, then why would they have, have to get to the uh, stadium for it? They could just have the pay-per-view thing in for, at the UFC PI or whatever. You know, um, uh, that's true, but maybe they are gonna actually invite people like and do some sort of spacing or distancing thing, you know? Yeah, you maybe know? it just seems like crazy that McGregor would have to like put that as a stipulation. Either just it's just agree to the fight or don't, but right? The, McGregor <laughs> just but he said he wanted to fight him this year. I thought he, he yeah, did, he did, yeah, they were like November, December, somewhere, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. So, I my attitude like is, is exactly as Adams, it's like fucking take the fight, pour me. I think that this time I changed my mind. I watched both fights. I watched the fights. I watched his fights now. I think that McGregor is going to have a problem this time. Oh, yeah. I think Poirier wins. Vince? Yeah. I was actually really surprised. I was really surprised that McGregor took Poirier out like the first time, honestly. Now, he, he says that um, Poirier thinks he, he wants to fight Pacquiao next, so he wants to train for a southpaw. So he's using Poirier for that. Is there any truth? Maybe. Maybe because there has been some talk about it, and who knows how true that talk is. But I don't know. I don't. I don't honestly believe shit that comes out about McGregor because I feel like that he's just a fucking publicity stunt now. Like that's all he's fucking doing. He's trying to keep his fame by publicity stunt and shit. Yeah, yesterday I talked to Logan's Paul's people. Right, I'm a friend, like a guy who works with Logan Paul directly. He Sounds said, familiar. "Who is that?" Logan Paul, like the guy from YouTube. The, the Logan Paul, the guy has like millions of hits on YouTube. The guy that went to the forest and took the pictures, everyone hates him. He's a big YouTube star. You, lo, and Jake Paul. He's like a boxer. He's a boxer. He fought this guy KSI. It was like, he got like billion, millions of hits. So, you know, this, he's this guy. You know, how do I explain him, Joe? He's like a TikTok uh, celebrity, YouTube celebrity. He's yeah, him and his yeah. brother are huge. Oh, so, is this an idiot? Didn't he get busted for like looting or something? His brother did. But the point is, is that his people are telling me that he's fighting Mayweather. Like it's gonna, that he's, gonna he's gonna box Mayweather. It's gonna happen. He's gonna get smoked. This guy's an idiot. Is he? I mean, why would Mayweather do? He's bigger though, isn't he? There's yeah. about a 200 pound uh, weight discrepancy between them. No, he's about 200. Mayweather's what 150. It says he's six two. That's pretty tall. So he's probably two over two hundred over two hundred pounds. He's a good wrestler. He plays in the states of Ohio. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. No, no. He's gonna get smoked. But why would Mayweather do this? Just to he doesn't have to. I, last time I checked, because I was look, I thought he, that McGregor and um, Mayweather were gonna fight again for another yeah. payday. But um, no, like McGregor is the only person I seen even slightly kind of fight him. No, I don't care how big he is. But, uh, Floyd still is pretty in shape. And but who would – I mean, yeah. would, uh, I know he's in great shape. He, I, I did a comedy show. I opened up for Michael Blackson last year. He had his own girl. He had, like, three girls with him. One girl's whole job – she was a hot chick – was to rub his head the whole time. Like, to sit behind him and just massage his head that, <laughs> for an hour. Uh, get on one of those. Where do you get those? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. What else did you rub? <laughs> just, just the back of his head. That was the whole. You know, another girl blowing him. But so Logan Paul versus Mayweather. Why is this happening? Like, is anyone I think it's going to happen? I think it's all talk. I think that yeah, just I don't McGregor, think so. yeah, McGregor does a lot of publicity 
shit talking yeah. to keep himself relevant. And no, I think that's point, after a while, it's like, no, motherfucker, just get in there. And I know I'm going to get the McGregor people going to be like, oh, fuck you, dude. My attitude is get in there and show them what you got. Fuck all that dumb shit. You know, you know. Uh, what had happened was Logan Paul sent Mayweather a contract, was like, hey, let's fight. Here's a contract. And Mayweather's like, fuck you. I'm a funny, stupid ass. Oh, so he's not fighting him? Yeah, he's not now. Yeah, see, I, th- I thought it was just some people saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight McGregor. Because they know that that's a fucking, that's a money grab. Like, even when, when, even when McGregor fought Floyd, uh, a bunch of people that I knew that were into boxing uh, arenas were like, Oh, you know, that's just a money grab. That's yeah, not a real thing. guy in Asia that was like a kickboxer. It's a money grab. I, I, I'm saying, so why wouldn't he? It's a money grab, grab, but for Mayweather, I don't like, I mean, I think Mayweather would fuck him up still, but there's a high risk for Mayweather because he's so much bigger. He could fuck, he could like fuck Mayweather up, right? Logan Paul could fuck him in boxing? Dude, because he's a lot bigger dude. If he hits Mayweather, he could, he could rock him and put him down. Like, come on. Any idiot could throw a fucking punch. Holdor from fucking Game of Thrones could throw a punch and knock someone out if he, if he hit someone. Yeah, there. but you don't think that, like, there's no way he's going to land a punch? If, 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 I don't think so, no. I don't I mean, think so. It's but 47. It's 49 guy. 49 of the best boxers in the world couldn't land a punch on Mayweather that hurt him. How is Logan Paul going to do it? That's true. And, um, McGregor looked better against most boxers I thought Mayweather. What does that say, dude? Like, yeah, but McGregor, no, but McGregor looked good the first three rounds. After that, he started getting pieced up. But he did yeah. look better. They, they, but he, he looked better than Diego Corrales. I mean, he, yeah. he looks a lot better than most boxers that fought Mayweather. Yeah, because McGregor, yeah, Floyd kind of made other people look silly. I mean, he looked better than Angel Man Freddy, who was like a fucking amazing. He looked, he looked better than Arturo Gotti did. I don't honest. know. And, 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 like, I think Mayweather would totally just fuck Logan Paul up, right? He would just embarrass him if it was, like, an actual fight. But there is that chance that Logan Paul hits him and does put him down, right? And Mayweather knows that. I don't think he would take that fight if, if he has that much of a weight advantage over him. I mean, what's the chances that's going to happen, though? Like, is there a 1% chance of that happening? No. Probably less, honestly. No. Right. I, think, I, think, I think Mayweather wouldn't get into any boxing fight with anyone and giving them more than, more than 50 pounds. There's no fucking way. Like, that's a lot of weight to give up in a fight. Remember when Shaq fought De La Hoya and, like, pretty much beat him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? That was crazy. But I think De La Hoya like, poked just out Just random mind. people, like, yeah, you remember when fucking uh, Kanye West boxed? They're like, you just no, he did. He did. Out. He fought De La Hoya. Shaq, it was like a show called Shaq Versus. And he, like, played every other sport. And he fought yeah, he De La Hoya. Yeah, he did. boxing. I, I remember that. And he actually, I like, exactly, he, actually, I he actually won, kind of. I'm um, watching it now. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, I gotta watch that. I gotta definitely watch that. Uh, hold just, on, Joe. You want to put it up? Four two-minute yeah. rounds. A lot of people want to like like a Floyd Mayweather. Every time I hear a, a somebody that's in MMA want to fight Floyd Mayweather, they know it, at, at minimum they're a multimillionaire after the fight. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people call him out because uh, Masvidal was like, "Yeah, I want to fight." You know, uh, he wanted. I forget what boxer he wanted to fight, and I'm like going. That's just a paycheck. Fight the other people in your it was division. Canelo, right? No, Didn't want to fight Canelo. Was it, was it a Canelo he wanted to fight? Yes, it was Canelo. Yeah, look, there's Shaq versus De La Hoya. <laughs> hey, look how much bigger he is. Yeah, this <laughs> is what Logan Paul versus. He was like holding his own, though. I mean, he was. I mean, not really. But Shaq, no, Shaq knows nothing about boxing. He got fucking lit up, right? Like, really? You don't think he's holding his own? I mean, it looks like he's. Kind of winning here, no? He's zo- he's zombie walking, getting lit up the whole time. But yeah, what do you 
Adam, he's definitely – he's getting tagged. Look, he's getting tagged. He can, yeah, he's getting tagged. No. He's just using his size to, like, yeah, push him, but that's it. And the rounds, there's five rounds. The first four of them are two-minute rounds, and the last one's a one-minute. <laughs> he did the Ali shuffle. Dude, Shaq's a black belt, though, also in jiu-jitsu. Shaq is, is like, it? fuck. Yeah, Shaq. But first of all, who's, who's going to tap him, though? You always got a like motherfucker, dude. Like, all you got to know but is, like. He's, he, yeah, yeah, he, he looks like Groot. He's, he's fucking huge. <laughs> Real life he, called out, he, he called out Hung Mon Choi one time. He wanted to fight the guy that knocked out De La Hoya, that knocked out Canseco or B. Canseco. But you see what, what you see De La Hoya is going to the body. Okay, after, after a while, it's going to be, it's going to be a wrap. And look at that, look at that uppercut. That was so, come on. <laughs> Dude, I think Shaq's kind of, I don't know, man. It's pretty close. It's, it's. Oh, you are not. <laughs> like, no, no. Even, uh, even De La Hoya. Dude, uh, look at this. Shaq's fucking him up here. He's landing on the no, body. He's not. Adam, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he is not fucking him up. Adam's like, he's fucking him up. No, he's not. He's using his weight. He's zombie walking him down. That is perfect what you said, zombie walk. But other than yeah, that, he's, 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 he's getting lit up. And then so Shaq's like, hit me more, hit me more. So, who, I mean, do you think this is how Logan Paul versus Mayweather is going to be? Look, no, because look, in, in this instance, Shaq, Shaq is not a boxer. He does, he's very minimally trained in, in fighting with his hands. You can tell that here. Logan Paul is a little more trained than that, so it's a little higher risk for Mayweather. Also, I think, is De La Hoya the same weight as Mayweather? Is he bigger? As Mayweather? Uh, they fought each other. Yeah, they're the same weight, but uh, isn't De La Hoya like a bigger? Wasn't he a yeah, bigger? Yeah, 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 he's bigger. He's bigger. That was also cool out there, La Hoya. That was coked out, like, past his prime, retired De La Hoya. That wasn't like, like, yeah. And if he was in his prime, even though it's Shaq, I just think that it would have been more of a, it would have pieced him up. Like, no, no headgear. He'd have pieced him up. I wonder, yeah, I want to know why he's wearing headgear. Why is he wearing headgear? Hey, Joe, if you could put, put up, bring in uh, Jose Canseco when he fought Hung Mon Choi. And he, he, he came in with his girlfriend. He walked in the ring with his girlfriend and he wore like spandex. I think he had a baseball bat with him too. Uh, I'm not really sure. And then he, then his like foot broke, like after his first kick, uh, and then that was it. He didn't have the heart that Vince had to keep going. Uh, in real MMA, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. So, did, but do they have the actual walkout though? No, it's just a, this part right here. Yeah, yeah. I want to see, I want to see Shaq fight that guy too, because that dude's just a gangly motherfucker. Yeah, she, you know, Shaq called him out. Fucking look at the Conseco. I guess he he like did karate or something, but. Uh, he knocked out Canseco? Uh, no, I think, well, Canseco uh, like broke his leg or something and then kind of sort of like gave up. Hold on. I didn't know Canseco, I didn't know Canseco was fought at all. Well, he really didn't. I mean, but Only I, in Japan, though, where they let you fucking juice to the gills. I mean, he's got balls, though, right? I mean, he's in there with Hung Won Choi. Yeah, he, he, you can see he hurt his leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just Jesus hurt his leg. Christ! Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, that was, that, that was not. Okay, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> I was at, I was at Mel's diner one time and he was there and I wanted to order him a juice as a joke, but I didn't think he'd find it funny at all. Yeah, I, was, I think, Adam, you might have gotten to a little bit of scuffle. <laughs> You know, because got- his forums, I've met Jose Canseco. His forums are so fucking big, bro. His forums are literally the width of my fucking head. Like, they're jacked. His daughter. You see his daughter? No, nah, I didn't remember his daughter. Dude, look up Josie Canseco. Oh I used to work because I used to work for Lenny Dykstra out here at his, at his car wash, and all his buddies used to always come in and shit. What was that like? 
That was actually really cool. Lenny's a fucking really, he was actually a really dope dude. Like a super, like, like he, I don't know, he's kind of a fucking shithead, right? Like an asshole. He could be an asshole, but he's actually a really, like, cool dude. Dude, he lost all his teeth. His teeth are gone. And he, uh, but he, he, I think he's like a, I think he's like a, a gigolo now. Um, but he's sober, thank God. But he, he talks about going down on girls and having no teeth. Anyway, so, all right. Anthony Smith. Is <laughs> like, Damn, she's good looking. Can you bring it up, Joe? Uh, Josie Canseco? I hope this is the girl you're talking about. I think she's dating Logan Paul. Yeah, uh, they're right there. Her together. Yeah. That's her? Yeah. That's Logan Paul, and this is her here, obviously. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, she's pretty hot, dude. I think, yeah, she's super hot. Well, I think she's younger there, so let's not... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, let's not go there. Uh, uh, Kelly. Uh, but yeah, she's a very pretty girl. She's hot. Yeah, very pretty girl. Yeah, uh, Queen, you, you'd pee on her. Yeah, you would. I'd I'd do a lot more than that. A, I think the mom was a model, and Jose Canseco back in the day was the man. He, she got good genes. Yeah, Jose was the fucking man back in the day. Yeah. He didn't have to do all that, all those roids. He was doing fine without steroids. Remember, like, the Bash Brothers, him and McGuire? Yeah. yeah they're, think, they're fucking nuts. I think there's a certain point where you go, you know what, it's time to roid it up. <laughs> so Devin Clark. Who knows if he was roiding up that whole time anyway? He just yeah, up there. It's a very good point. So Devin Clark is fighting Anthony Smith. Uh, I hope Anthony gets his, gets his stuff together, man. He's such a good guy. I remember we had him on back before he was in the UFC. And then after, and I remember, like, texting him. And I remember him telling me, hey, man, thanks for giving a fuck about my fights. Like, that was, like, one of the nicest things ever. Anybody ever said, thanks, cool. thanks for giving a shit about my fights. I mean, I think that he seems like he's getting it together. It doesn't seem like he's as... Those last two fights have not gone well. The Glover to Sheriff fight didn't go well. Oh yeah, I mean, but that's Glover. I mean, you you act like it's, he wasn't fighting bombs. The fight after that, then two he's on a two fight losing streak. But I'm saying Alexander like, Rakic. Yeah, he got he got beat pretty bad. That Domination. Yeah. So he's I, but he's a streaky fighter. He's a lot of these fighters that we talk to. They go on like like Cub Swanson's a guy who like wins seven, lose four, win six more. It's just a lot of it is just. That one. But you also don't know what else is going on. Um, you know, you don't know if, if something else is going on. Also, injuries. I think sometimes if people don't know, they're injured. I think it's injuries, but I also think it's like you ever just have like fucking bad sets where like you got like three or four bad sets in a row. You just need that one good set to give you that confidence back. I feel like with fighting, it's somehow the same. It's like well, no. You know what? I, I used to I used to keep I think that was the same thing, but I think a lot of fighters, even when everybody goes in injured, I think there's something wrong. Your foot, your arm, your wrist, something. But I think always that, have some sort of injury. Always yeah. something. But I think that it they don't it it, it continues it keeps nagging them, so it might go to the next fight because you haven't healed from the other one. So a lot of fighters, I I was looking at some stuff online. I was like. Well, he was hurt three fights in a row, and then once he gave him time to heal, he came back and he was, they're monsters because you're all healed up. And so much, but that's it. But so much of it is mental, man. I'm sure Vince could say a lot yeah. of it is a lot of it is mental. Yeah, mental. What's going on in their camp and stuff? Like, there's a lot of variables involved, and not to mention like you could lose any fight potentially, even if you're like the you should win. You know, I think Vince, you might be the most one of the most successful fighters that I know who's not in a major camp in a big camp. Like, uh, you, 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 yeah, I probably, huh? I don't know. Well, I know some people that are in smaller camps, but I don't know. I've been in big camps, but it was, I don't know. I wasn't comfortable. So you like, you, you, you don't, the, you like it more of a smaller tight knit? Well, I like the bigger camps, but when I like the bigger camps that I've been to, I never really, it was just like, it was good training, but it wasn't good coaching for me. Right. 
Right. Like I, I need, I like, I need to like for me to work on and fine tune stuff. I need to work on it. I need to like fine tune it like with a coach, right? Like I do stuff like that with my coaches now and then work on it live. Like you can't just be like, okay, when we're going live, okay, you need to, you need to adjust it by doing this instead. Right. Like I need to, I need to work on it. I need to drill it. And then I need to be able to actually uh, implement it in, in live sessions. Well, the hard and, times, like when you have a coach who's coaching 20 different people and they give you like an hour versus a guy that gives you his full time. Right. Yeah. And it was a little hard, but also too, back then when I was in those, when I was in those camps, I was, I had a day job too. Right. So like, I didn't have time to spend extra at the gym with the coaches to go on top of stuff outside of that, you know? So that was kind of an issue too, for me. You, you, you've had every porn job, like the triple A worker, the, elect <laughs> the electrician, like you've had anything that is like a porn, like you've actually, uh, by the way, <laughs> so, uh, John Gotti, the third loss yesterday. Um, now he, he, he was five and oh, He's John Gotti Jr.'s kid, and he was 5-0, and but he actually fought a kid that was on a three-fight winning streak. And you know what? I got to say, John Gotti, even in his loss, he kept trying. He, kept, uh, he showed me a lot of heart. He showed me more in that loss than he did in some of his wins, to be honest, because some of his wins were against the guys that were 0-2, 0-3, 4-4. He kept trying. He kept trying, and uh, I think the kids got something, to be honest. Um, and it's got to be hard also, you know, you have that pressure of being John Gotti's kid or junior, the third, you know, like people expect you to perform, right? Dude, being from Long Island, like John Gotti was like royalty growing up. Like, it, like people loved him. It really was like Tony Soprano. It was a pretty much good indication of what, like, if, if you were a part of the Gotti family, People did not fuck with you. Right. <laughs> so now he has to. He has to. Has all of that fucking baggage, and now that all is on his. Like, hey, what? How the fuck did you lose? You son of a cocksucker! What did you? Yeah, yeah. You fucking God forbid! God forbid you lose again! I swear to God, you lose again. You know what? Yeah. He's like, I, I, I was saying that like the refs filled in the judges' scorecard like last week. You know, like <laughs> I was You're gonna like, lose this one, kid. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, this one, I need you to not uh, win this one. Like the, like the fucking ref is missing right now. Uh, John Gotti's uh You're going to fall down to the third, and you might not get back up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> John, Gotti, I go, John Gotti lost, but no one saw nothing. Like, uh, allegedly, allegedly, he lost. I don't know. That's what I heard. It's not on his heard. record. He lost, but it's not on his record. <laughs> you know, I heard things. I heard things, but I, you know... Hey, God forbid, God forbid. I used to, I used to do a show uh, at a club called Pips. Oh, yeah. And they were just so mobbed up. And somebody heckled me, and I fucking, I think I called him a cunt bag, it, bag or some shit like that. And I got through the set, and he was like, yeah, at first I thought you were going to bitch up, but you were great. And like, <laughs> they liked the fact that I was like, yeah, call that guy. He deserved it. Fucking cunt bag. Dude, I remember, I remember hearing a story about Dice. Back when Dice was like blew up. He, you know, Pips was his like home club, and, and he walked into Pips and he goes, "Get him off!" Didn't even know who was on stage. He goes, "Get him off!" <laughs> Just so he can go fucking on, like, like that was like the kind of. But I think that it's pretty badass. <laughs> that kind of that is kind of badass. I think that being his just the word you got the name Gotti in alone, he's gonna have to. I mean, he's gonna have to really. Put all that shit to the side. To the side. Well, Just you know the, kid, the kid's good. I mean, the kid's good, and and he's fighting. And you know, CES MMA is a, a pretty legit organization. A lot of really good guys went through that. A lot of these LFAs and CES, like I think that um, the Contender Series 
is really good for the UFC. But at the same time, I think sometimes they're bringing up guys that aren't really ready yet. Because if they would have had one or two more fights in the LFA or one or two more fights in the CES or one or two more fights, then they would really be ready. You know? Um, You don't think that that – no, I think it is good. But I think – You've seen some great guys come out of that, the contenders. But have we, though? I mean, who's the best guy so far that came out of Canada? O'Malley, right? O'Malley's, O'Malley's the most flashy, but you saw what happened the last fight. I mean, I like O'Malley. Don't get me wrong. But I, I just yeah, – yeah, I think that was, that was a fluke, honestly. Like, I want to see what, what happened there. But at the same time, like, I would like to see the actual record of the contenders because it seems like they're losing more than they're winning a lot of these guys. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe it's me, but – it seems like maybe they would have been better off having one or two more fights uh, in a smaller organization um, because it really is like – because never, they never used to have the contender series. So those guys, in order to be ready, some of those guys were overprepared. They were overready. They were guys that were like 15 and 3 or something, but they have wars. But at the same time, look, man, I mean, any exposure is good exposure, and I'm happy they're getting the time. And you know what? Learning on the job is a fucking – the best way to learn. Uh, uh, Vince, what, 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 what are your thoughts? What the fuck phone is that? Sorry. Vince, what are your thoughts? This <laughs> <laughs> fucking um, phone! Fucking phone in my show! Um, I, you fucking, my, my thought process just got interrupted, though. Look at the, uh, contenders, the contender guys. You think, you oh, think- uh, there's, there's a lot, there's, I mean, the contender series is like the new Ultimate Fighter, right? And, you're gonna have guy. You're gonna have a lot of guys who are 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 gonna get just weeded out. There's gonna be guys who go on there who, who perform great and you know they have their showing, but then they go in the UFC and they just get weed. Like they just can't get a win to save their life, right? And there's guys who who look like absolute fucking garbage who are fucking just trash fighters, but then they just start fucking whooping ass for some reason. So, to me, I think it's all about the fighter. It depends on the fighter and their maturity as far as they are in, in their career and and their style and their particular uh, comfort in, in you know in themselves. I think that's like the biggest part of it. Yeah. And who knows? But I think a lot of people go, oh, contender series, you don't have to be in the ultimate fire now. So I think a lot of people just jump the gun and go on there. And that's why you're probably seeing a lot of them getting their ass kicked sometimes. Well, a lot of it also is like the way that they're kind of picked. I think that they're picking guys who finish, right? If they have an impressive finish. And sometimes that can be very misleading because you get two, yeah. guys, you get two guys that are actually, you know, sometimes winning, beating a guy 30 to 29, 28, who's a really good guy, is more impressive than knocking the fuck out of somebody who just has a weak or chin and you know, it's sometimes you, you can't. It is, it is to me or you, right. But to, to all the, I'm just going to sound like an asshole here, but to all the peasants that just watch fighting that don't even fucking better. They'd rather see a tomato can. They'd rather see a tomato can get knocked out than an actual competitive fight between two guys that are a little slower, a little boring, but very competitive, very technical. You know, I like, I, I like watching where I've seen fights where it was just basically mm-hmm. grappling. And to see who's the better grappler, I, I even watch those. I watch I watch those because you can see, yeah. yeah. And it's still to me that's exciting because you can see them thinking it through and how to you know get out. Yeah. Of well, well, you know I like you appreciate the technical side of it, right? You appreciate right. that part of it. But well, most like people the just LFA, animals. <laughs> what I like about the, what I like about the LFA is that like something that they do right that I think the UFC should do is that they they when the guys are coming out they go here's the record of the guys they beat combined. So they go, yeah, he's, he's eight and three, right? But he's beat the combined record of these guys' opponents are 160 and 20 or something. 
So you're like, oh, fuck, this guy's beaten a lot of good guys. So those yeah. eight wins count a lot. Whereas sometimes, That's actually kind of cool. Whereas sometimes they go, this guy's 7-0, and oh, but he's beaten – the combined record is 4-60. and 60. You're like, okay. But, well, but, let me, but let me tell you this now. Let me, let me throw this little doozy in your head. Okay, so let's say that's, that's the guideline, right? Now, what if those guys who have a record like 20 and 3, like the six degrees of separation, right? Now, let's say those guys that are 23 that, that this guy beat, who are those guys that they beat that get their 20 wins? A bunch of fucking tomato cans, but that's not under comp. Like, yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Yeah. So where does, where does the bullshit end? Right. It, it's, right. it's so many levels of bullshit, how do you even know? I know, yeah. and then what if you beat Jeremy Horn, whose record is 160 and like 80? Like, th- that probably counts for like, you know, I give a little more. I give a little more for that one, yeah. But you know what I mean. No, like, but I'm saying like that's gonna count for all the, the the combined. But yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Who are those guys? I mean, thank God for that one promotion's out because that one promotion was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It was the San Diego? They had this thing called Explode. Uh, oh, and no. it, was literally, it was in San Diego. They would literally go to like pr- jails or prisons or like Home Depot and find guys and bring them over. And then they had like legit fighters. Uh, would fight them and i don't even know if there were even weigh-ins it, it, someone did a whole expose on it and uh, oh actually it was that one video of alimale mcfarlane who's like the bellator champion who fought like a soccer mom that was that was from that series where she just right. beat, oh no up. way and she just yeah. i saw that she just beat the fuck out of her yeah somebody somebody exposed fucking explode fight series and then uh, i think they're out of business because uh well I mean, if you look, well, which organization would you think is the best? I like people are giving shit to Bellator because the way they promote. It's just like, the fuck do I find this fight? Well, well, guess when? Guess when Cyborg's fighting Shang? Don't say anything. <laughs> guess when she's fighting next? You talking to me? No, yeah. uh, Shang. Yeah. I don't know. Tonight, she's fighting tonight on Bellator. That's the fucking point. They do no promotion. We have an MMA podcast. You're you're a fucking MMA. You know, you're a guy who knows a lot of MMA. You're an expert. I'll put you in the expert category. And she's fighting tonight, the second best woman in the world, and you don't know about it. I, I just think that they don't get it together because I had to search for shit to fight. And what network is, is Bellator on now? Uh, Vince. I don't know. Vince is a UFC fighter, <laughs> uh, and he doesn't know the network. They're on CBS Sports. They're on CBS? Yeah, Get the CBS. Fuck out of here. Yeah, CBS Sports. But 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 they still they have great fighters. Don't get me wrong, and I think that uh, tonight tonight tonight's lineup is sick. They got a fucking they got they got Kyle Crusher's fighting. Uh, they have was supposed to be Joe Schilling was supposed to fight um, what's the name on the card? Uh, the guy Curtis Millinder. Oh yeah, Joe, that pulled. They had to get pulled because this guy came up positive. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, uh, look, one I, of Joe's I, corners I, from a positive. My friend, yeah, my friend, I'm actually getting canceled because of that. My, my buddy, yeah, my, my buddy's tall Steve's on the card. It's a fucking pretty. It's a pretty stacked card tonight, and nobody. You know what sucks though too is like the Joe Schilling fight got scrapped because one of his guys got tested positive, but then he tested again and he was negative. He got a false neg. He got a false positive. So they scrapped the fight. Now, it's, now it's too late to keep the fight on. They should just let the positive people fight each other. Uh, and they should be like, <laughs> COVID combat. The COVID championship. You should on it like this should be a separate fucking belt. Those are the real fighters fighting with COVID, bro. And you can't yeah. fucking breathe. You're about to die because you got crystals in your lungs. It would be the, it'd be the, the, the it would be like the mimp belt, the most infected motherfucker belt. <laughs> the fucking 
Like they already got the bad motherfucker, and that other belt would be weird with two guys coughing on it. Just, it would just be that little fucking jerk. Just two like, faces with tongues out. Yeah, like, <laughs> facing each other. Tell me like, when, right now, but right now, I was I was going to ask you guys because I knew when today I was going to ask you guys. Do you think that they should have people transfer the belt over like the baddest motherfucker belt? Like I no, I think I think it's stupid. I think the better. I think we're funny. But no, it was huge though. People liked it. Yeah, but I don't think anyone really cares about getting that belt. Like on. Uh, on I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about is, that. Is that is that belt tied to a weight class? Because I yes. mean, so it's only a welterweight belt. You get you have to you can only be a badass motherfucker if you're a welterweight. Yeah, but when are we gonna? When do we have like the saddest motherfucker? Like Mus- Musasi could fight somebody or. Uh, <laughs> You know, like the guy, the guy with the jiu-jitsu guy, Ryan Hall, would be the saddest. And then, like, you could you could have like the happiest Sam Alvey could be the happiest motherfucker. I mean, what are we doing here? Like, like let's. Like, I think the saddest to me, I think, is like what's his name? Uh, ben. No, Ben. He just looks like he's just like always like he smelled someone's shit or something. Wait, Ben who? Ben Askren, he just looks like he had like he just got a big gulf of someone's shit in his face. Like, no, he's a he, he, like he, he got a fucking knee in his face. No, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a happy guy, Ben Askren. So fucked up that you said it like that. <laughs> he is, but, but like his normal face, his resting face looks like he's just a little run. Like, yeah, who put the little turd under your nose? That's what he well, was like. Well, fucking CD Dalloway. That's what, that's what Mayhem called CD Dalloway, that he has like fart face or something. Like he's a fart. And then he wore a gas mask to the weigh in. Fucking oh. Mayhem, Mayhem did. And then fucking Dana got pissed. He's like, "Why do you have a fucking gas mask?" Because the guy, the guy had like fart face. Like that's what fucking. But that's the goofy shit. But I, I, again, I think that look how big it was. That was a big fight, not only because of the two fighters, but that belt. People are talking about it. Even no, McGregor's like, good. "I should get the baddest motherfucker belt." But yeah, McGregor always says something. It goofy. just seems like in, in other sports we don't have like the most woke basketball team or something. Like like we have to just like stop with the like the funny things. You yeah, know? but that was kind of you. I liked it. I, I don't know. I, I liked it because I thought there's some fighters that might not get a championship belt, but they're bad motherfuckers and they should fight each other. They're all bad motherfuckers. Everyone they're is all bad motherfuckers. Time. But you know what I'm saying? That have not just. I mean, the the the, the, the linear line in it was they're street mother. There's some street dudes or whatever, which I think is obviously to sell a fight. But um, I just think that that's a fun fucking thing to see and have. <laughs> To me, I think it's the beginning stages of participation trophies is what it is to me. <laughs> yeah. It's not the actual championship belt. It's a made-up fucking championship just to make people feel good about themselves, right? It's a fucking participation yeah, trophy. Yeah, it was a good fight, though. It was a good fight. <laughs> it was a good fight. It was a, it good, was fight. a good fight. And I think that, I think that um, Masvidal, again, I, again he's, he did say some goofy shit recently, but I, wa- I went through and watched some of his fights on YouTube. Masvidal, I don't know what the fuck happened. He went away and came back. He went off to some reality show or some goofy shit, and then he was a whole different dude. I don't. I don't know. Did you see that? He went on a reality show for like. Well, he, a did, year. he did some show. He did something. And then he nah. went away, and then he came back, and he wasn't a, always a finisher. He became a finisher. Uh, he was a bad. He look when he, when he was fighting in Kimbo's backyard under Jorge for free. Uh, that I think certified him as a bad motherfucker. Like I mean, anybody that fought in Kimbo's backyard was a bad motherfucker. I Especially, saw. I saw the footage of that. I saw Especially it. if you won, you know, like, give me a break. I mean, those guys were just, he's just a, a different breed of a person. And, and, he's, and he's a guy that didn't have a wrestling background, didn't have a jitsu background, but learned it, learned how to become a, a good wrestler, learned it, and put, yeah. in the, put in the work. And he also, I remember he got, he got tapped by some Asian dude, like, 
he put him in an inverted triangle from he had him on his back. It was like the submission I've, I've ever seen. I forgot the guy's name. I mean, he, he came back from that. I mean, he's just a guy that has been down and out and he, he fights, he fights and uh, I'm happy for him. However, you know, like, like they, you know, however, like you, like, you said, like people said, Sinbad said, you're funniest when you're riding the bus. Um, when you're hungry is when you're at your best. And I do think after his, his, his newfound fame, and he's walking around in a bathrobe, and he seems to get chubby a little bit. Uh, he maybe took a little too much time off, didn't know he was getting the call, had to lose 30 pounds, and then when he fought Usman, was not in the shape he wanted to be in, maybe an older version of Jorge Masvidal would have been a little more disciplined. Maybe not. You know? Well, you think, the, you think the fame and the money is, is like took the fire out of him? I think he was overstretched for that fight too. He he should have been in better shape for that fight. He should have been, been better. He should have been better. With, with the stuff that he was doing, he was first in line for that next title shot. So for him to not be ready for that was kind of a bonehead move on his part. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I, I think that sometimes it, 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 you know it's hard not to become that guy a little bit. You know when 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 you when you're starving and you're fucking losing split decisions to Al Iaquinta and you're getting. 25 and 25, whatever he's getting. And all of a sudden you're getting half a million dollars or a million dollars. And everyone in the world is kissing your ass and you're the fucking the shit. It's hard to not allow that lifestyle a little bit. No, so, but there's, no, there's a couple people where like, I'll give you, I, even though I, I'm, I might be riding his dick because I'm a fan of his, GSP never seemed like he got like that. But he also took a lot of time off. Yeah, I mean, he took because he had personal family shit that he had to address. I mean, I watched the interview with him, and he was on. I think Rogan. He was saying there was other shit that was pressing. I think, him. I think also he has really bad OCD. Honestly, yeah, he, he has trouble sleeping. He has OCD. I think he's just a guy. And you know what? No, you're you're wrong because he said before the he Matt Sarah fight, he yeah. was partying, he was going to clubs, he was break dancing, he was enjoying the fucking the. Snake. Taking fat chicks in the back of the club. Whatever he was doing in Montreal. And then he got knocked the fuck out by Matt Sarah. So there that was, no, but no, but then no, he one, he avenged that that Matt Sarah. I'm not but. talking about that. We're talking about whether or not he ever allowed the fame and the money to get to him. Oh, he seemed like he I was saw the documentary. I, I watched really, the, really. So he, so he I, went off too. So I watched, the, I watched the lead up to it, and I watched him going. I was spending too much time in the fucking nightclub dancing, and I should have been training. Like, so yeah, he just learned it early. He he got the oh, wake okay. up call. I just think that you can't let. Like, I even when you watch box some boxers, when they let all of that shit get in their head, and you're like, you're forgetting what got you to the fucking party, bro. But it's, it's the same story, man. I mean, it, it seems to be like the, it seems like Michael Jordan is like the only guy. <laughs> like, like, it seems like there are certain guys that like, can filter it out, but- uh, Yeah, Kobe- Michael Jordan was crazy though, too. Like his teammates fucking hated him too. They just didn't say that in his fucking last dance show. <laughs> Dude, that was crazy. No, they did say they hated him. He was punching him in the face. He punched Steve Kerr in the face. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, they did a little bit. Huh? They hated him, but they said he was disciplined as fuck. Like he just, he just didn't care what they thought. He's like, "Yo, you got to get your game up." But a lot of fighters that laced uh, when I looked at some of the documentaries and stuff, like the people who started goofing around were the ones you see. Okay, now you know. Even if I like Anderson, I think Anderson Silva had the best run yeah. I've seen out of all the fighters because I watched 
He, but when he started goofing around too much, that's how he got caught. Yeah, before, well, he wasn't getting caught. No, he did. Yeah, he, yeah. Dude, by the way, Jordan also, like, if his teammates missed the, the, the basket, he, like, wouldn't give them dinner. Like, he was doing shit like that. Like, they wouldn't eat. Like, well, <laughs> that's not goofy. All right, that's goofy. But, no, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, if you look, if you look at the, like, the, the big like slave driver. Yeah, that does sound like a slave driver. You get no, you get no pudding. Yeah, you get no pudding. Fuck you. But I just feel like, I feel like a lot of the fighters I see that are still hungry um, are the ones that, like you said, that are like. Oh, the ones like Vince who are literally hungry. Uh, but, 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 you know, skinny my face is. That's the no. The problem. Well, the good, the good and bad part. The, well, the shitty part about like Vince, right? Is Vince is like top twenty in the world. He's yeah. a, he's got a record of twelve and two. Uh, he's a fucking. He's won his last five out of six fights. In any other sport, and in, in, in any other sport right now, if he was where he was, other than like let's say table tennis or you know other sports like darts. Like he wouldn't live in uh, the guest house. Like he'd have a fucking mansion. Uh, you know, um, also boxer I'd probably have some, some decent money. So that's so. But that's the bad part. That's the he wouldn't have to have a separate job. The but, good part. The good part is is that he's still hungry. So we're gonna see him fucking have amazing fights. Right. <laughs> like like. So it's, it's like weird. It's like yeah, but he'll have. Selfish. The selfish part. I mean, these guys in the NBA, they stub their toe and they're out for three weeks. But like, do you think this guy literally breaks his foot in a fight, and he's like, "When am I coming back?" And he's screaming in the guy's face. Uh, <laughs> so, like, but but do you think what Wayne said is right? That maybe the talking shit is the thing you got to do. I think it depends, man. I don't think talking shit's gonna get you more money as a fighter uh, in the octagon. Uh, maybe they'll give you a little more money if you draw a little driver, but. Talking shit like Colby Covington sponsored by Bang Energy, or he's sponsored by some of these rifle companies, or he's sponsored by the Bet Online or whatever he has. So I think the fact that he's talking shit and people, those people probably agree with his political beliefs, they probably like him, and and he and he's making money on the on the outside. It's like yeah, so, some of these girls. Situation. I'm talking about. Do you think that that? I don't know. I've always been against that. I actually like the fact. Of course, of course. Look, I'm against. Look, I'm against. I'm not against it, but the fact that some of these girls are having OnlyFans accounts, I'm just like, like, there's like ten female fighters right now. Some of them are like, a lot of them aren't in MMA anymore. So, but they're like, posting videos of them going down on like their friends and stuff, and then they're making twenty dollars a month. You can watch this girl eat her friend out. Excuse me, is this? I did a actually I did a big deep dive on UFC fighter chicks who have OnlyFans accounts and some just some good stuff out there, dude. Well, I, know, drawings. Like, I know like I know Rowdy Beck goes top like, like, stuff. I yeah. know fucking Rowdy Beck. I know Kira I know Kira, I know Kira Batera who is in combate. Who's like, Jessica Penney. Jessica Penney. Like some of these fighters, uh I know that Barb Honchak's naked a lot. Uh this is, this is what I read. I didn't I don't actually subscribe to any of them, but I, I read there's a thread on the underground about it. About right, what yeah. is your wife nearby? Because I think that's why you're saying that. I no, think. my wife and I we actually combined accounts, and she'd be like, "What the fuck is this twenty dollar OnlyFans?" And like that, that, would, <laughs> that would not go well. I'm not, relax, dear, relax. <laughs> not, but uh, I know Cindy Dandois. So these girls aren't in the UFC, but some of the girls. Anyway, the point is, is that like, I I I I wish everybody made a lot more money. But I wish I made more money. 
too. So fucking, you know, I got to rub my stuff. No, but I mean, like, but we can't go talking shit to other comics like, fuck you, dude. I'm going to be funnier than you. And you're like, you can't do that to other comics. But I say fighters, the fighters that I've seen that didn't talk as much shit still got to the top rung. This, I you mean, gotta John Jones is weird. You got to win. You got you to you win, man. Like, there was, there was a guy... Um, I forgot his name. He was like real, he was like a rapper on the ultimate fighter and like in Canada. And he was like talking a lot of shit. And then he went to Dana at like, he went to Dana at like one of the, um, one of the, one of the weigh-ins and he went to shake Dana's hand and went like this, like just to be a fucking dick to Dana White. And I'm just, what do you do? He went to shake his hand and then went like this, like, like, Oh, no. Yeah. And then he lost. And got cut, <laughs> you know. So like, you got to be smart, man. You so, think that guy that did the haka that didn't shake in his hands gonna get cut because he lost? Uh, no, because that was during the haka. I think that was sort of like it. Well, he didn't like literally go to shake his hand and then went like this. Like that was. Yeah. Like, well, look, Max Holloway. Max Holloway is not doesn't. He's one of the top. I think he's one of the top. Of, no, of course you can get there without talking shit. A hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I, but look at him. He seemed like he's always chill. He respects his opponent, but he still say, I'm going to kick his ass. Like, you can still say, I'm going to fuck you up, but you can still respect him. Yeah, like, uh, you know. You know we, talk we, about we, their fucking father. You know, that's what happened with McGregor. He started saying the wrong shit. And Khabib well, was like, at the same time, oh, God, like, At the same time, Israel Asanya started talking about John Jones' dead mother recently. Yeah, it's just, just don't, but, yeah, don't do dumb shit like no, that. No, but that might get him a fight, man. I mean, the fight yeah, might happen but anyway, but now, but now Jones really wants to fucking kill his ass. You know, yeah, like... I just think that like that, now, that, he, now he might go, all right. Fucking fight like, me. Out. Let's see our skills. Let's see if your skills and your fucking hard work beat my hard work. Let's one go here. 1,000%. 1,000%, Shane. No, that's this. just... He really did that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, it's fucked up, bro. Well, he said something like, your mother would be proud. You're a fucking shit. Yeah, he said something about your mother would be ashamed. And then, and then, she, and then John Jones goes, way to break up my dead mother or something. And then, oh, he, and the then, fuck, but then he said, I'm from Nigeria. We don't give a fuck about dead mothers. It's something like, like about making, about making fun of people's mothers. Okay, they need to fight then. All right. <laughs> the best, the best thing that. to come. To me, sorry. There's a line. There's a, I don't give a fuck, man. There's a line. And yeah, I think and, a line, and then and then John snort and then John snorted it. Um, <laughs> but the best thing to come out of the trash talk between John Jones and Adesanya is somehow Adesanya got John Jones to confess the age-old, ten-year-old legend that uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission went to John Jones's gym like ten years ago to give to do a drug test. And apparently, this rumor started by Chael Sonnen, by the way, like eight years ago. Apparently, John Jones hid under the octagon for like ten hours to avoid being drug tested. And somehow, between the Twitter beef between Adesanya and Jones, Adesanya got Jones to admit that that story is actually true, dude. But he said that he was hiding because he just smoked a blunt. <laughs> Do you guys believe? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's more to that story. John, that John Dawson was living underneath there. <laughs> it was like the Smurf went, village. Went, went, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's insane, dude. <laughs> How do you just admit that that's true? Like, that's yeah, but I mean, but still, man. Okay, give me people are saying, I'm not a Jones fan. I'm not a Jones fan. I, 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 I never liked him. I know he scares me personally. Even fight wise, I think um, he he got taken to the edge with a couple of fighters, and now he doesn't look as sharp to me. He doesn't seem like he's that sharp to me now. 
Yeah, it's uh, crazy what uh, USADA testing will do. Yeah. I like John Jones as a fighter, but personally, in his outside life, I think he just made some real shit decisions, and it's kind of a, I don't know, I think he's kind of a shithead playing a part. Yeah. <laughs> he's been fucking up since he's been around, so that's not really anything new to me, honestly. I think he's uh, a fighter, yeah, you could separate it. Like, as a fighter, yeah, but I just... He's been fucking up, he's been fucking up since, like, 2010, when he wrapped that fucking car around the pole with the hookers and the blow and shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like just bonehead shit. He's been fucking up before that. So it's he's like, it's not fighter, but I think he might be a sociopath also. Yeah, that's uh, why it scares me, dude. It's like, yeah. He looks like he's fucking, he wouldn't care about killing like a 20 people or something like that. He just looks insane. Yeah, that helter skelter eye, I call it. Yeah. He looks like, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll bite a baby on the forehead. I don't give a fuck. Why is he like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas? When, like, you, know when he, you don't know when he, when, oh, he was, um, when he was joking or not? When he's, <laughs> oh, when you put him, when I clown, put him, yeah, when yeah, he put him on a spider. Yeah, I, I could see John Jones shooting spider in the foot. Like, like you can't yeah. see that happening. Like, you gonna let this guy? You gonna let this guy fucking make fun of you? And then all of a sudden, yeah, that movie I just watched. That's crazy. You said that. I just watched that and Casino. And dude, I was like, dude, Goodfellas, Goodfellas, and Rocky are like two movies that whenever they're on, if I'm flipping through the channels, I have to watch it. Am I, like, are you serious? Yeah, there's certain, certain movies that like I have to. I can't. Like, no matter how far you go, Rocky Two maybe, and I like the, the worst one. I think it was a Drago. That, remember, that was four. Four was the best. That was four. I think three or four. I think three is the first time he lost. Right, then four is when we beat him. Dude, the funny part. So Drago yeah. hosted the yeah. MMA awards last year, right? Uh, Dolph Lundgren. We became friends. He's the nicest guy ever. And I was, I was trying to teach him jokes. He, like he would, and he was doing all the jokes. But he first he wanted to bring in his own jokes, which had nothing to do with MMA, and it was like. He was like a legit kickboxer, though. He bought old like Takarov in kickboxing. Yeah. And, um, and he's the nicest guy ever. But, like, he was nervous. I had to go pick up my wife from the airport during, before the show started. I started getting texts going, going, uh, going, Dolph Lundgren needs you right now. Like, I never thought I'd have that, like, text fucking in my head. Like, yeah, like, you never like, even think that sentence comes out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, just like, if he dies, he dies. So, uh, dies, so, he dies. So I, I gave him a, I gave him a joke right, and he even he didn't really know who the guys were. Oh, he goes, hey, Tony Fogarty is here, you know. Uh, nice to see that you're here with all seven of your personalities, or something like that, right? So, fucking or like seven of the voices in your head. I gave him some joke, and then everyone got mad at him. They were like, "Fuck you, Dolph Lundgren!" Like, and then but Ferguson was like, he's like, "I'm gonna ankle pick you." He was kidding her. He thought it was just funny, but like everyone was like, "How dare Dolph Lundgren?" The guys that met me, well, he didn't know who Tony Ferguson was. It was like it was like Anchorman when he's reading the things. <laughs> he's like, "What the fuck?" You know, I just started reading what's on the prompter. Like he had no. No, he's gonna read anything you put on there. Yeah, no. what happened. No, so, but like if you if you look at it this way, a lot of times like. I, one, I was so happy for you to even get that. That was like, yo, that's fucking dope. Um, I thought you were gonna get the the uh, the one with the the sex one. That's the one I. Oh, oh, the ABNs. The ABN. I I thought you were gonna host. Dude, that's that. a hard thing to post, man. Like they they went with all girls now hosting it because I, I remember when like Dave Attell, who people don't realize how good Dave Attell was as a comic. Like Dave Attell at one point was. Like how people think Bill Burr is now, that was what David Tell was to the comic. Yeah, we know that. We know that. But even bigger. I remember David Tell. I used to love his show, his Insomnia show. Yes. And yes. that wasn't even like the funniest. Like they, there was a point where like, every comic in New York was doing David Tell. Like right. he was that good of a comic. 
I toured with him in London, but me, him, and Louis C.K. And I had to protect him. I'm not bullshitting you each time because he was talking shit about people in London. Oh, yeah, your women are ugly and your teeth suck. And I'm like, after that, people in pubs don't know the difference. They're like, we're going to beat him up. And I was like, I need him for the rest of the tour. I literally was getting his scuffles with people to prevent them from beating Dude, up. David Tell was a, like, I used to walk into like, used to, I lived in New York. I go to the bathroom of a bar just to use the bathroom at like two in the afternoon. David Tell would be drinking by himself. Like he was like that, like any fucking random pub would be David Tell. But David Tell one time was hosted the ABNs and nobody was paying attention. Like, like nobody, it was all porn stars, coke out of mind. And I just saw him look out in the crowd and go, dreams. <laughs> and I just thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the, the other thing I was going to I was going to ask you guys because I personally again the fights that are coming up the reason I asked you about Gaethje I got in a Twitter you know like where you get to go back and forth I was like oh it'll be two or three times people were like fuck you Gaethje's going like gonna lose and this I said I'm allowed my own opinion on the fucking fight I think I shouldn't have called the guy a bitch shut up bitch and then it just escalated and to the point where I was like I might have to block this guy. Like, he's yeah, that much of a compete. What's the point of arguing until the fight happens, you know? I know, but I no. All I said was who I was rooting for, that who I wanted to fucking win. Yeah, I mean, you and he, said, he said that, yeah, get in line with the other bitches. And, like, right then I was like, what? And I said, yeah, he's going to fucking lose. He's going to get mauled. I said, you don't know that. And then it literally back and forth. Oh, well, when Vince fought, when Vince fought a Dagestani guy, your whole feed was like Russian people insulting you, right? People insulting yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, they get like mad personal. They take it personal. You don't understand, like, no, oh. man. Dagestani's like, that's like their LeBron James, dude. Like, oh, I see. Okay. If he loses, like, people, they're probably going to be riots. Like, the whole country's probably going to burn. Like, there, there's no other sports there. I mean, that's that's their only so he's sport. He's like he's they 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 revere him like that. Bigger than LeBron James, like bigger than LeBron. Because right, like, so maybe yeah. that's why that guy was so mad at me. I thought, I hope I don't run into this motherfucker. It's going down. Like it literally got to that point. <laughs> Different level. I, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking make sure that I get some low kicks in before I, he takes me to the ground. Because <laughs> I'm serious, man. I did not know he was. It, it's really like that. It's, get the fuck it, out it, of it. It's bigger, dude. It's bigger. It's, it's yeah. He's a rock star out there. It's their only sport, I think, and uh, and he's the champ. They don't have – I don't think they have a Dagestani basketball team or Dagestani football team or soccer team. They probably have a soccer team, but – They have wrestling. Uh, they have wrestling and sambo. It's, it's like that's – it's MMA, man. It's like that's it. And then and then he represents all of Russia, and he's Muslim. So that's like the – Muslim's the biggest religion in the world. So it's a combination of all those things you think that make – Oh, wow. yeah. So I was – was I – I don't think I would – no, you're not wrong. I mean, obviously, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, he probably came on your feed to tell you what he thinks, so you're not wrong at all. Um, but it's just uh, – and also, Khabib, look, man, like I, I know that one time he made fun of a homeless guy or something or gave him money. Or but for the most part, other than jumping out of the cage and attacking Bill and Dan, so I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. He, he's a role model. I mean, he's a nice guy. He even They even asked him about Muhammad Ali, how do you compare yourself to him? And he's like, Muhammad yeah. Ali – fought for like social justice he's like I, I i'm not doing that he's like I, you can't compare me to him he's way above like he's a he's a very smart very humble uh really nice guy uh and he's a really good you're not gonna see him get into you know with hookers and fucking coke and blow and hit and run and shit. I, you're not gonna do that he's a he's a married guy he's a faithful guy like he's 
he's legit, man. He's like, he's somebody that people really He's a very more morally driven person. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, in, in fact, when he, when he beat up, when 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 like, he beat up, uh, when he jumped out of, out of the out of the cage, after that, that he was more scared of his dad than anything else. Like that was so, that was so telling. I remember at the press conference, he was like, "What are you upset about?" He's like, "That I my dad's gonna be upset with me that I let him down." Like, this dude just beat Conor McGregor in front of millions and millions of people. Like the whole fucking world's watching him, and he's worried that his dad's mad at him. Like, think about like that. Okay. Think about like a, think about the that think about the culture that like that like that and how respectful that is. At the same time, like none of this means anything. The money doesn't care. Like the money, like the fame, the fortune, the cars. It's that his dad's pissed at him. You know. Yeah, I know. I, I see what you're saying now, and you know, Vince, you said that he's morally driven. I just like I didn't say anything. Like I didn't understand the venom from these people because I didn't say anything bad about him. I just said. I think Gaethje's, I like, I was more pro Gaethje. Well, you just have to understand, like, in other countries, like, if you say something that goes against, like, especially in, like, the Middle East, anywhere, if you say something that goes against people and their beliefs, that's like trying to murder them. Like, oh, like shit. That's, they're, that's like you trying to murder them, bro. Like, they're so like, oh, Wow. Fuck me, man. It was just weird. And I, I, I told my, I was showing my son, I was like, look at this shit. He said, are they serious? I said, they are. I think they're, serious. Serious. they're serious. <laughs> well, Shane, what do you, you got coming up? Oh, man. Um, I'm actually doing a show tonight somewhere. I'm look at <laughs> no, really, I'm doing a show tonight. I don't even know. Not anymore. <laughs> you know, well, I'm not. It's a secret show. It's a secret show. I'm doing a show tonight, and then uh, I'm doing uh, the Vegas again. I got Vegas and then uh, a virtual show. And then Sarah Mello does a virtual show where it's uh, comedic. It's called, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, so I'm doing that. And so on my website. Go to the website and check out the website. And please, if you come on, you can talk shit to me on Twitter, and I do talk shit back. But uh, I don't know if I need to die over my pick. Of <laughs> we got to at least do some some picks for this weekend's UFC card. No, dude. Dude. Okay, we've got we to get going. we got to get going. Okay, my bad. Vince, what do you got? What do you got coming up? Um, nothing. Just training. Um, I'm still trying to fight. Uh, hopefully, I can get a fight. Uh, get someone uh, December-ish, November, December-ish. We'll see. Um, that's about it. I'm just looking for a fight right now. Just kind of healing myself, letting my shit heal, and then looking for another fight. Getting well and being ready. Uh, we, yeah. What do you got, Wing Dog? Subscribe to the Joe Perez Show on YouTube and follow me on the Talk at the Wing Dog. Aren't you on? Also, aren't you on Parlor? Yeah, but Parlor sucks, dude. What's Parlor? It sucks right now. It's like the conservative version of Twitter, where it's like all Republican shit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just in its beginning stages, you know. It's not the best. Oh, by the way, I blamed you when I the, I told the guy it's Adam Hunter's fault that I picked Gagey. So. Oh, nice. Okay, there you go. Uh, I I'm doing a, a live show virtually from. Uh, flappers next Friday. I'll be at Flappers doing an hour, and you can you can buy tickets for ten dollars to watch me watch the set in front of a crowd. And then I'm filming my special in Vegas, November fourth. Um, and then I'm going to be at the LA Comedy Club um, uh, New Year's Eve that that whole week. And then I'm at the uh, I think it's Almeida Comedy Club in December. Uh, there's a new comedy club in Alameda, California. So. Uh, 
yeah, you should definitely check out the one in, in um, Oceanside. There's one in Oceanside, too. Adam Wasserman does. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys rule. And uh, thank you, guys. And take care. All right, Thanks, guys. Guys.